millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. Thanks so much for all your feedback from last week's episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, This week's episode, probably one of the first episodes we recorded when we were starting the podcast. I think we were only like two or three days in at the time and we just haven't uploaded it yet. But it's a lot of fun. Um, We had the hosts on from the podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour, Emily Lubin and Andrea Allen. And they just have a great chat about their podcast and um, their sexual experiences and kind of what they talk about and their goals. And they're definitely about making sex um, not shameful. So it was really, um, it was really a lot of fun. So I hope you guys like it. And next week's episode, we want to talk potentially talk about breakups so if you have any tips on that or any stories please dm us or email us contact the shift at gmail.com and so yeah please enjoy and i'll talk to you guys at the end want to introduce these guys okay so it's andrea allen and emily lumen and i know them because they're both comedians uh, and i met them a few years ago and they have this great podcast called hot mess comedy tour Hour. Hour. Mm-hmm. See, I can't read. <laughs> but I was listening to it today and it's brilliant. You really oh, thank I you. loved it. It's great. You kind of get thank people you. on and they share how they're a hot mess, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and sometimes it's, you know, really lighthearted and then sometimes people cry. It's a real mixed bag. Mm-hmm. When you say somebody's a hot mess, like what what is that? Well is it, is it meant to be a specifically like sort of messy story? When I think of a hot mess, I think of... It's so funny because, like, some people come on the show and they're confused as to what it even means because mm-hmm. they'll just say yes and then come on the show and then question us on what the definition is. I and we never we never that. took the time to really define it. Define it. What but, a hot mess is? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's, like, somebody who's such a mess. Like, I think it's, like, someone who... Well, you can't who, use the word mess to then... <laughs> Can but, I use the but, same word as the definition? Oh, fuck you. I, <laughs> what I mean is... It's a, a game. But what I mean is sometimes people think that it means someone who's messy but is also hot. Mm. But that's oh. not what I think when I think of it. I think of it Because well, it is an expression, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. So I think we when we started the show, which was at least three years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. I was just starting to get sober from drinking and Emily was in the beginning of like eating disorder recovery and we were both like relatively young inexperienced comics going out like trying to do comedy and manage our lives and we were both like this is crazy I feel crazy all the time and then I think we kind of just noticed that like everyone around everyone has something kind of going on that they're dealing with and we're like let's have a show where we try to be as real as possible 
and it can be a range of things like it could be something serious like an addiction and then there's some oh, people right, who okay. are like uh i met a woman on twitter and slid into her dms and then we started a love affair and i mean there's just been such a variety of types of people that yeah have come it's through. really like it's just a a jumping off point to spend oh, so it's not yeah it's so it's quite broad it doesn't yeah. it, yes. it's not specifically like sexual stuff no no it does come up a lot it comes though. up a lot yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. we're both fairly slutty women so it fairly slutty, fairly women. slutty women i mean our last episode we did i was talking about a 23 year old that i hooked up with who called me mommy so clearly called you mommy things are going <laughs> about did, the same not, not in a sexual way though <laughs> no but you still had sex with him after he of called course. you mommy. But, but what was the context that he called you mommy? He was saying, he's quite a bit younger than I am, and he was saying that when he initially met me, he thought, like, oh, she's out of my league, so I'm not really interested in pursuing anything. Kind of like I wouldn't even start. And then he was like, well, then you kind of were reassigned in my mind as a comedy mommy, because he's a comedian and I am oh, as right. well. And like he's like, that was the role, that like kind of like a, a mentor type thing. And then I kind of slid into his DMs, and we started talking, and then he was like, okay, so then you moved out of, like, mommy, cat. I'm like, stop saying mom. Why do you keep saying mommy? You Asia argento him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean, I mean, we're, what, like, six years age difference, I guess? Well, seven. Se- well, it's, it's really not 23. a lot. It's really not a lot. Yeah. I think it's a lot. In the 20s, I think it is. Like, I think a young 20s person, I'm 30 now, so it's like, I remember what I was like when I was 23, and I was like, I had no, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I, w- I was truly a hot mess. Um, and so it feels like a little, not predatory, it just feels like I have much more life experience than he does, and it, it shows in certain ways, yeah. you know? I, I don't know if I'm going to keep podcasting for 10 years, but I really want to revisit this when you're 40. <laughs> sure. And I'll be like, I'm fucking this 25-year-old. And it's the be best like, thing I've ever done. No lessons learned. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm destined to be a cougar. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. That's funny, though, that it's, if you were a guy and it was a 23 and seven years, that's totally normal. It's a high is five. It, is it normal? I, Listen, is it? I think yeah. 23. It's sure. Really Societally, it's normal. God, if you have a young girlfriend, am I about to no, be like, No, no, but I'm just saying that I have, I, 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 I have, well, that's, it's, it's not patriarchal. I think, uh, I, I mean, okay, I dated someone who was 12 years older than I was. I think it is a little bit different for men and women yeah. once you reverse the roles. I think Well, in that, the sense that you, you were a trip. You had an attraction to the older guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I was also, I think I was a little more mature at 25 than my male counterparts at 25. Yeah, but sure. That's, yeah, but that, that, that holds up That holds up in the, the statistics. Sure. Yeah. Women mature faster for sure. Well, right. yeah. Yeah, I think there's like multiple things at play. Like, uh, for example, so within the comedy community, if you're dating another comedian, I think the older and more experienced, perhaps more established comedian has more responsibility to try to like be thoughtful with the younger comedian because you have the reputation already and like if you decide to be whack afterwards then the younger comic doesn't really have any like pull to if you start to fuck up their reputation or you are like more friendly with people in clubs or whatever and that person feels intimidated like going there because you're there like I think that's kind of something you have to think about. Oh, absolutely. But that's, that's, that's like into like power dynamics sure. and workplace stuff. I mean, I, I'm sort of keeping it separate. Yeah. 
But oh, I guess because you're sorry in your scenario, yeah, you totally. Talking about that, but even in the younger younger person, older person, I do agree that women tend to be more emotionally mature, and I think that like I've dated guys that are older than me. I kind of prefer that, uh, but I do think that uh, if a man continues to age and he continues to date a woman that's like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, it's like why are you? always staying there and they're not aging with you you know what i mean i think it's pretty gross yeah it's like it's like you're playing the game on easy of course a 23 year old is going to be impressed by your shitty life they're 23 they don't know what the fuck's going on they're going to be impressed that you have your own apartment yeah so it's like what does that say about you and when does it start to cross over into sad area you know no that's a judgment Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm Do you have a 23-year-old I, girlfriend? I, no, Des is I've, 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 I've been with young women. You know, it's just... But the thing is that, like, it's not it's not a case of uh, seeking it out, but sometimes it just happens. And sure. It, and it feels okay, and, like... Yeah. I mean, I think everything's case by case, but why is it so unusual to see... Like, why is it when you see, like, for example, a very unattractive man with a beautiful woman, everyone's like, well, he's got a great personality, and that makes sense, and, sh- you know, but if you see the reverse, everyone's like, what? What the fuck is going what on? What is happening? Has she been paying him? Did she get in a car accident? Yeah. But it's because we're conditioned to kind of be like, be definitely go for personality. Yeah, over. exactly. We're able, to, we're able to fuck for personality. Right? <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. I mean, I think... On the one hand, it's nice because it's a nice thing. Like, I think we're a little less shallow. Yeah, sure. As a rule. Um, but I think it's also like we have low self-esteem. Sure. So, so we sometimes just like, we just like, th- people become attractive to us just because we think they're interested in us. Mm-hmm. So especially, then we become interested in them. And yeah. Especially if you want love. But what you were saying, I thought that was really interesting as well about like the the older man because an old, a woman the same age, right? Mm-hmm. If he's like, it's exactly what you said. They're not going to find that impressive. They're yeah, not exactly. Find your holes in your bed sheets or your or you're never you know, doing laundry. Exactly. Or you're such a good point. You know, I mean, I I'm not here to wage war against men who no, no, I mean, go I'm after curious. younger women, uh, but I do think that like the fact that. Uh, the fact that it's like a commonly known trope and that but we don't really see the inverse ever like it's something to think about like why yes but also people are like men and women are attracted to different things sure totally some of that society I guess some of it's just innate yeah do you have like a squad of 22 year olds in the closet (laughs) but I will say one thing this is definitely something I noticed since Mm -hmm. I went gray Mm -hmm. the age of women that hit on me actually dropped really yeah oddly interesting I could see that yeah I could definitely see that. There's something comfortable about, like, a, I hate to say it, daddy vibe also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I thought about Uh when you said mommy vibe. Because very very normally you say, like, some girl calls you daddy. Or, like, that's, like, like a thing that people say in the bedroom. But mommy, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, immediately weird. Mommy is, like, breastfeeding. Mm, Taking you to school. It's also, it just not, it was was hard to recover from. But I slept with him anyways. Did you you breastfeed him? No. Although, when he was, like, sucking on my tit, I, like, looked down and was like, this is, okay. Really? I need a second. (laughs) Trust me, the third or fourth time you date a guy that age difference, it gets real normal real fast. I mean, I've I've dated a range of people, but... uh, I just, yeah, that particular, like, especially when I see a young girl who's, like, obviously being taken advantage of, or the guy's a shitty person, but she doesn't have enough experience to, like, know better about what's happening, it's hard for me to watch because it's happened to me, and it makes me judge the older guy a little bit, like, okay, 
what do we come on yeah what's gonna happen yeah why are you doing this over and over again like Mm -hmm. you know but it's uh so i have a question about so you stopped drinking three years ago five years ago oh five years ago yeah and you guys started the podcast oh three years ago yeah three i was like almost four yeah yeah god it's been a long time yeah yeah i was kind of in the beginning phases of sobriety when we started and did you feel like to to just publicly sort of chuck out your your struggles mm-hmm. that was a, like a helpful thing oh i don't know was it helpful i think at the time well was it helpful for you um i don't know um i think in ways that like i had camaraderie with other people like people would encourage me or we'd get like emails like you sharing helps me and that always like gives you a little bit more strength um in other ways, if you exploit your personal experiences to entertain other people, then you can kind of like continuously live recklessly because it's entertaining. So I don't know. It's hard for me to, to say because I've always been very open about what's going on in my life or how I feel or what I'm struggling with. So we'll see. I mean, I've remained sober. I've certainly done some things maybe for the story unconsciously um you think so i don't know like i do yeah you yeah think so? i still do i do things for the story most most of the time i think that's a comedian thing too but when you say you do things for the story like what do you mean mm, i mean you think you act out knowing that there's something i i think it's always in the back of my mind if i want to make a risky decision it if it's like a toss-up like should i make this decision or should i should i not mm-hmm. i always think well if it doesn't turn out the way i want it to at least i'll have the story right it's like a fallback you know what i mean you're not like actively tanking your life but if you're like mm, should i fuck this 23 year old and you're like mm, probably not but i really want to and also content Mm -hmm. really yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah but i think also like if you have addictive behavior in your family or if you struggle with addiction excitement is like something that you constantly are looking for sure uh so if you broadcast your excitement all the time and you're very raw then you can kind of get like frozen in this space where you are kind of like creating a soap opera uh in a way but I don't know. I have no context as to what my life would be the other way because I don't know. I've never done it any other way. Yeah, because so. it, it's hard to say. Would would you? By the way, I'm like I stopped drinking 24 years ago. Yeah. But like, especially in the, those early years, an Irishman. Come on. <laughs> they always fucking. They always say that. I, I have Irish blood and <laughs> Ukrainian blood in my fucking veins. It's I know. But, family. I know. I'm just. It's it's funny because people always say that an Irishman that doesn't drink. It's like a, like a like a. No, I'm not surprised at all. Irish people are all alcoholics. All it's crazy not when Irish I'm people like drink Irish to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, but I mean, I think that there's a there's a natural inclination to get wild when yes. when you lose that. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to know whether you would you know. It's easy to think, oh, content, but really... Well, it's kind of like the best way I've ever heard it explained is they call it like whack-a-mole. Are you familiar with the game whack-a-mole? So you hit one... Is it an alligator? It's a mole. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) In my fucked up brain, it's an alligator. Uh, You hit one down and then another one will pop up. So it's like I cut off my uh, alcohol use and 
then uh, my sex and love addiction started to ramp up or like caffeine. I know people like don't take coffee seriously, but I have like five cups of coffee a day or nicotine or, you know, binging and purging with food, like and you things. S- you said that you feel like you got a sex and love addiction afterwards. What is exactly like you just... That one's been there forever. Here we go. <laughs> we talk about this at nauseam. Oh, that's what you guys talk about, John. Uh, what, we t- what, I mean, we're happy to talk about sex No, no, no. I, I actually went with her to a meeting one time. A SLA meeting? Yeah. Mm-hmm, a SLA meeting mm-hmm. uh, for moral support. And it was fascinating. It was The thing that was most fascinating to me was how many men were there. It yeah. was like 75% men. Mm-hmm. And, um, and very like machismo. Yes, total sausage yeah. fest. And all very like machismo. Yeah. I mean, different types of men, but yeah. a lot of them were saying like their role as a man was they were expected to want sex all the time. Mm-hmm. So like that's what they thought they had to be like. And then mm-hmm. it created this whole like A lot of them got cycle. molested too. Like a lot of them mm, were yeah. like kind of half admitting that they got molested. And they have no space to talk about that in any other. So they just like fuck to try to escape it it's like really sad to see it's super sad yeah. it's sad to see all these people who crave human connection so much but can't achieve it you yeah, know what i mean it's really great yeah it's a great so that's life. one of the reasons why they like it to be anonymous because they would hate to hear the yeah, yeah. Judging i know i, I mean I'm, I'm with them I'm, yeah i know yeah, yeah but i get it yeah i was wondering while I was there, like if it was kosher for me to be there, but well, was it an open meeting? Yeah, yeah, and if I, it's an open meeting, it's kosher. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I never want to like invade somebody else's space. But well, you were fine. I think I was. Right? Yeah, you didn't say any. I mean, you could have said something. But I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't acting like a fucking weirdo. No, I mean, you could though. No one would judge you in that room. You could pretty yeah. much do anything in the anonymous rooms, aside from like shit your pants and yeah. people wouldn't really like blink they haven't they've seen it all so but it doesn't have the same sort of uh, success rate as the other ones because it's a tough uh, yeah it's tough to it's tough to say what is success mm-hmm. it, you know what's acceptable behavior well yeah and also like we live in a society that very much encourages I, I would say love addiction more so like especially for women there's like oh, since we're kids there's like music magazines movies everything's like mainlining like get a man get married like all the happy ever after like that's supposed to be a successful life for you to find a partner it's kind of this this weird i would say your life's purpose yeah in a lot of ways of like you're gonna find this man or person and they're gonna complete you and like until you get to that point you're a spinster or you're desperate or like there's a lot of negative connotations for women who just choose not to have a serious monogamous like long-term partner um so that's confusing because the whole world's kind of like telling you that that's what a successful human being looks like and um it doesn't really give you if you have problems with intimacy or you have an abusive like childhood or you have things that don't allow you to be intimate with people then it's very confusing like for me i'm i have trouble being intimate and like exposing myself being vulnerable with other people so to fill that void sex or just like little flings with strangers will be like just a small version that will sustain me and but ultimately i'll feel the same way it's kind of like uh just getting drunk it's like binge drinking kind of uh but for the soul 
But I, but I have a question on that. Sure. So do you feel that uh, it just kind of gets you through, or mm-hmm. an, or actually it's like a bad behavior? It's a bad behavior because I can't. Um, like I have a dysfunctional family background, so I can't tell that someone is abusing or like I, I'm drawn to people who are not good for my mental health, but I can't say no to it because I want to connect with them. You know what but I mean? But do you always know or is it only after the fact? Sometimes I, I'm starting to know in like the middle of it now. Which is I mean, crazy. She still ends up fucking dudes who call her mom. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, now, I'm at this point now with it where I'm like, I know what I'm doing, and I see how this is bad, and I'm still doing it before I was not aware at all. Like, especially in the beginning when I stopped drinking, I, I started dating, like, an ex-addict very quickly, and he took advantage of me in a lot of ways, and, like... You met him at a meeting or something? Yeah, yeah. And, mm. like, it, so it's, like... Uh, it's kind of like there's someone who gave me a good like analogy for it. It's like at first you're walking down the the street and you fall into the, she's laughing because she hears this all the time. You fall into a hole and then after a while you see the hole, but you still fall in and then eventually you walk around it. And then one day you take like a different street. And that's kind of like how the best way I've ever heard describing it. You know, it's like, you become more self-aware, but it's so it's what you're used to doing. So it's very difficult to break that, if it that is. makes sense. And it's tough, too, when you like what you like. Mm. I mean, I basically know if I like somebody very quickly that there's, something's wrong. Sure. Which, which is sad. But yeah. <laughs> the ones that, the ones that I, 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 I can take or leave are usually the ones that are better for me. But of course. For some reason. What do you tend to go for? Like unstable women or... Yeah, Women why do you say like they're back? no? The one, the, honestly, the ones that, the, the ones that are less available are, are, are better for me. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I need some cold indifference. This is a okay. universal but, thing. Yeah. yeah, I need some cold indifference. But unfortunately, it's the nature of the beast of this fucking job that we have mm-hmm. is that you you tend not to get the indifferent people. You tend to get people that beeline for you because of what you do, and all that. Mm. so can be hard sometimes. I think both sides of that coin are bad. Indifferent is uh, is unavailable and that's not healthy, but someone who also beelines at you is too available, that's also unhealthy. Like you need a balanced person, but you're clearly not a balanced person. I'm not a balanced person guy. either, so yeah. yeah. I'd be the same. I always like abusive men and I'm not abusive. Sure. It's just it's like you said, you kinda you kinda go for what you know or uh-huh. what's bad for deep you. Time, deep down you think that's what you deserve. And that sounds really like harsh, but Well yeah, you know. and I I liked what you were saying about getting kinda you start to get past it as you get a little bit older and you start to notice yeah. it. I guess as people are pointing it out as well and mm-hmm. you have to address it. Your friends get sick of you here saying like, Oh, this guy who treats me like shit, I'm going back or like this xyz drama it's the same version of the drama like when i used to get drunk and like lose my phone or fall or <laughs> say something really fucked up to a coworker at a party and then like have my f- tell my friends about it and have to pick up the pieces they got tired of hearing these stories and it'll happen again with guys and you so. get tired yourself as well oh, yeah. beating it. you hear it and you're like oh jesus christ i'm sick of my own yeah but it is hard shit. to change your attraction to like mm-hmm. what's good for you starts at childhood (laughs) (laughs) parents ruin us (laughs) yeah also when it comes to talking about your personal life on podcasts the one place where it definitely is tricky is if you're dating someone and they listen to the podcast Mm. yeah like this 23 year old yeah 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 is it fair is it fair on him 
I try to I be, thought it was fair. Yeah. We think it's fair because it's from our perspective. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Um, I mean, we've made fun of the mommy thing a lot, but that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Um, we'll definitely, like, before we talk about an experience with someone that we're dating, we, we don't ever say their names unless they do something fucked up, then for first then and it's last. Fair game. Um, but, like, we'll, we have meetings before and we'll say, like, okay, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about this. These are the three main points we're going to hit. We try to talk about funny things. Uh, or something that we think is like going to be an interesting topic, but not putting down the other person. And like, I have had partners that have had pretty wild sexual kinks. Um, and I always ask them beforehand, like if I'm like, I had a guy who was like kind of a furry. Uh, what does that mean? Like, like Smina. Well, it depends. Like, okay. Sometimes some furries are people who like to dress up in like big fur costumes. Like they almost look like. Like mascots. Yeah. And they're I, like, by the way, like, I've never heard the term furry. You know, oh, really? Go to the internet no. and find it. It's fucking hilarious. I <laughs> thought you were talking about body hair. <laughs> no. Nah. Nah, animal hair. <laughs> but he, him in particular, he liked when I wore like fur coats when we had sex. And then I also like, I had a foxtail that was attached to a butt plug. And I would shove that <laughs> up there. And oh then we would gosh. fuck. Yeah. Up your own or up his? Up mine. So All you'd right. have a butt plug. Oh tail yeah. Oh yeah. And fox tail. just waving it around. Katie, I've done some crazy no, she, shit. Yeah, she was the fox. Yeah, I'm the fox. And then he's in your vagina. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of beast. It's almost beastiality. But is he, is he furry then too? Sometimes he would wear the coats, but sometimes he would just like wear regular clothes. Wow. Yeah. I think this. Is, I think the Irish listeners are gonna love this. Yeah. Well, there's so. Well, I so I ended up talking about this. I talked about it on our show, and I never named him, and he said that I could talk about it someone were to care to figure out who he was i think they probably could but i don't know would they, i mean i thought that he didn't but he's not ashamed of it anyway he, uh, he's no own, he's owning he's his owning kink. it but you have to be careful about people's kinks like especially in the beginning parts of them like expl- i was the first person that he really like explored it with so uh yeah i think a lot of those types of things can be very shameful because yeah. I, I could see i mean i could see many people who are not you not reacting sure. to that, not being as open to explore that. Totally, but it's like when you when you are also finding it ridiculous. Yeah, sure, totally, it is ridiculous. But yeah. fu- sex is rid- I, whatever. Like I don't care. I'll do anything. Um, aside from shit, that is my line. Um, <laughs> what like shish on a person? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean that's never. unsanitary. <laughs> I mean, I peed on someone, but I will You've not peed? shit on. Yeah, but someone. pee is sterile. Like, wi- like wi- pee. willingly pee or pee come willingly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, that's great. Okay. I feel I, I'm like definitely pee. It's a golden shower. I'm sending Katie to hysteria right I, now. Yeah, I love Katie's face right now. <laughs> I'm learning so much. This podcast was about me learning as well, though. So. Yeah, well, kinks. I love exploring kinks, and I like to talk about them publicly because I think that like anything involving shame and sex is a bad thing. Shame leads to hiding, and that's never good. But well, once the once the once the kinks aren't. Uh, yeah abusive but, exactly and I do love that like I said before since coming here it is very open yeah can I ask you a question you know the way you're, sure. so you're talking about like sharing these personal details are you yeah. ever afraid that potential next partners won't pursue you just for that fear oh I don't give a shit if you want to pursue me you're here's the thing I'll like I think I'm a pretty outlandish person publicly uh, so the damage is kind of like already done like if you want to know about me you'll google me and you can find so much stuff already so 
if you're not okay with that, then we're not a good match, you know? That's it, like, part of the deal. That's yeah. a great way to be, because I think for me, I'm only starting to open sure. up about my sexual experiences, and I, that would have been a little bit of the worry. Yeah. The most recent guy I was seeing, I said, because I po- do you know what happened to me? Actually, I posted a lot of jokes on Facebook mm-hmm. about men, and um, a, f- a male friend of mine came and said, you need to be careful because guys won't date you because of that. Oh, that's just Wait. nonsense. Oh, well. But it got in my head a little bit. And then, of course, we started to do the podcast. And I'm very open about my sexual experiences. But I kind of thought, right, I'm just going to have to start. And it has started. Even the past few days, I feel more comfortable. But it was yeah, just that's that. That's like a dumb thing for that guy to yeah, say. That's, yeah, well, that's the kissing and telling it's thing. the same as the guy sure. that made the comment on YouTube, like, oh, you're... you're, you're Mother must be ashamed or something. Yeah. Oh, was that was that towards me? I didn't even realize. I thought he was talking about you. <laughs> Fuck these people. Like, my mother, my mother was ashamed for. No, no, no. She won't be listening to that. Listen, yeah. I mean, like you own all of your experiences. So as long as you're not hurting anybody, I mean, like I would never publicly say somebody's name and unless they were an abuser. Yeah. And even like we did a show, there was a guy who ended up raping a few women in the comedy community. This is years back. Um, and the I, UCB one? No. God. There are so There's many. so many of yeah. them. Uh, comedy. Um, but he he left New York. Um, and I dated him briefly uh, before it had all started. And so I like connected to one of the women and talked to her for a long time about it. And then we did an episode of our podcast where we both talked about our experiences with this guy. And I called a lawyer beforehand because we didn't name him but we were like can he sue us somehow for libel or you know what I mean like yeah. it's it's criminal activity and he did have charges pressed against him and the lawyer was like technically he could like people can deduce who he is based off of context clues that being said like no lawyer probably would take him seriously because it's so much it would be so much work for them and he would probably lose the case anyways but uh, I remember like the amount of work and like back and forth with her about what we were able to say, not able to say, the amount of like checking t- like timelines of how things happen. Like there was a lot of diligence in putting that episode together. But like I would say that's one of my proudest of our episodes because so many people reached out and were like, I was in an abusive relationship. Hearing you guys talk about the things that happened to you made me feel uh, like sane or or like be able to advocate for myself in a way of like whenever you something's happening to you and you're not sure if it is abusive or something like that to hear a a voice that you trust or like a strong public voice being like this happened it was bad it makes you go like oh okay like i'm not crazy like i think there's lots of ways to feel crazy in relationships so the more transparent we are the more we can suss out like actually bad behavior. No, I think that's great as well. So I do um, remember when you both were being very vocal about that and mm-hmm. starting to realize, because I guess since I've come over, women are mo- more vocal here yeah. about yeah. what is harassment. We got sp- spreadsheets and shit. <laughs> and it, it is definitely good to learn for sure. Well, because predators have patterns. You know what I mean? Like if someone is predatory towards you, they're probably going to do it in the same way to another person. Like it's not going to be a unique experience unfortunately so are women in ireland just not as vocal in general about my personal experience has been that um, about what about abuse or sex about, uh, even i in, guess both but i'm you, curious yeah what what is harassment and i think when i came over here you know i would have worked in a bar where guys were still sl- figuring it out right now well, to be yeah, honest yeah because well, yeah, even things like slap well slapping your arse mm-hmm. or 
that definitely would have been much more okay and you wouldn't sure. see any of that here mm-hmm. now in, in New York City specifically and or a woman I worked with the chef grabbed her boobs mm-hmm. and the balls I might just grab someone's <laughs> dick on the jaw I think I, you should I, start I've, I've had my dick grabbed on a number of occasions yeah. just for the record oh yeah and nobody <laughs> should nobody should do yeah, any yeah but it's just different with, you know, guy, it's oh. just not as physically threatening for a guy sure well you're also bigger yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's why I, yeah. I don't like when who people who grabbed make your dick, dick? Sure. I've, I've num- like numerous occasions. Like, are we talking like dude on dude horseplay type the thing? The only time I ever made a thing of it was I was at the Electric Picnic, which is a music festival. Uh-huh. Coincidentally enough, another of the ball incidents. Uh-huh. And this woman People love up, fucking around with you and your balls. No, no, that, I just I gave you that specific story. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she came up, grabbed my 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 whole crotch, and then was like, "I just wanted to see if you really only had one <gasps> ball." But I, I I chased her down, and I I like yeah. I didn't manhandle her, but I did bring her to the bouncer yeah and like said yo this is not cool but the thing is that that's why I don't like when guys make this comparison of like yo girls can be inappropriate to guys because I can just do that yeah if you're physically larger yeah than so yeah. it's just yeah. it's not a fair comparison the power dynamic is, yeah. is different well for in this punishing people in this instance I feel like if that had happened in a job here in a job that I work in and the mm-hmm. chef grabbed my boobs there definitely mm-hmm. would be a conversation about him getting fired sure sure whereas there they were like there's no witnesses um, <laughs> what in Ireland how long ago this is five years ago yeah I get definitely different yeah guaranteed different well, that's yeah. it. I've been away for five years and it could have been just this specific place yeah as yeah well. totally so do you know things um, are changing yeah I mean, that, that, that definitely wouldn't be the same <laughs> well yeah and it, oh, it is great yeah but, great. but that's changing on the other front which is kind of the motivation of this podcast sure. Irish people are definitely not as comfortable talking about sex as oh yeah days. I mean, I remember when we first started talking about sex, I remember there's several moments along the road where I'm like, this can't be undone. Like, the bigger shows that you go on and the, the more uh, downloads they get, the more, like, this is the point of no return with my public life. Like, my parents can find this. I used to have a career in fashion, and I had, like, serious jobs. And I remember being like, at a certain point, this comedy career is going to not be chill with employers at like corporate jobs. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think that everyone, if we were just all a little bit less uptight about sex, I think people would chill out a little bit. It's just sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't see any nudity on cable television, but you can see like graphic Murder. imagery. Murder, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's so wild to me. Like, mm-hmm. I think that we're desensitized to the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yes. do find that a little shocking about Ireland being more prudish. I, I don't know. I don't. I, that shocks you. Irish Catholic. A little bit. Because, yeah, Irish I mean, people are like the king of repression. But, but, it's, but it's I mean, it's, it's changing, but it's definitely, yeah. I mean, you can speak for it. I mean, we're, I, okay, we're quiet about our transgressions. Yeah. Like, I definitely have had a certain amount of partners but I always would have been quiet about it and they would be sure be, have would you want that I've been encouraged to lie yes, yeah don't let that number get too high I or stop, else you're yeah. <laughs> no it's okay well yeah no or, or she's even, already blown the limit it's yeah. disgusting like, oh, what, I what can't amount, go back you can't go back Katie yeah. what's the amount of partners that would you be seen as a slut after you well I've already that. said it before in the, po- on it the, the podcast double I'm not sure which I don't episode. think there's a number really it just depends on the people you know? yeah, well, again yeah I've had two ex-boyfriends two Irish ex-boyfriends tell me my number better be lower than my hand 
Oh God! <laughs> but again, look, I I fancy I fancy that. Yeah. Yeah. If your hand has you know seventy five fingers on it, yeah. <laughs> no, and I get I fancy bad men as well sometimes. That and that was when I, I was love, younger as well. So I love your fucking voice. I fancy bad men. Yeah, fancy is <laughs> just a normal term in Ireland. I, I love that. I love it's even since we, we've been doing this. I have my girlfriends kind of messaged me, and one of them brought up that actually she was really excited. Mm-hmm. Firstly, she listened to the first episode, and then she called me and she said, "I'm really excited." I did anal. All <laughs> right, like late twenties. You go, girl. And it was just so big for us because that's something like you that's know, so we're, sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's just a funny. I do think there is a turn, and I think we will start getting sure. more comfortable. Sexual but, freedom is a good thing. But Repression that is, leads to weird shit. People start doing weird well, shit yeah. when they're hiding it. Well, and that's something we wouldn't have spoken about, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I think there's well, like there's not a dearth of sex podcast in Ireland, for example. Yeah, like, that makes sense. There's hardly any. I, we, we think we're the first. We don't know, but yeah, that there's makes just not a lot of it. And, it. and when you do very sexual material in Ireland, you'll find sometimes the crowds can actually really. Oh well, yeah, when I when I went home, one of the specifically one of the bookers said he was happy that I wasn't coming back from America with dirt, with, it, with, with filthy with, whores. Yeah, he was, with, you know, because I guess that's the idea that the material yeah. is more dirty over here. It, it probably is more dirty well, it over is here. Yeah, dirty. yeah, sure, that makes sense. I mean, also America. Even though the word is in itself shameful. Sure, sure. I think that uh, American stand-up is always a few waves ahead of other uh, oh, countries. Oh, that's a big, that's a bold claim. You think so? Well, <laughs> I think it's different. Well, I, like I've noticed, European stand-up is more theatrical. A lot of it's a little bit more theatrical. Like I've noticed, like if like a uh, is it God the French God Amelet? Yeah, he's very like uh, theatrical in the way that he does. Americans tend to be a little bit more like realist and personal. I think mm-hmm. it's a style yeah. difference. Yeah, he's not a great comparison, but I, I do think there are differences. But his, is yeah, a, the French thing is. Very different. Sure. Like, it doesn't even compare well with, like, the UK and Ireland. Yeah, and, and I haven't right. watched a lot of Irish stand-up, but I, uh, I I just, I think, especially, like, post-Louis, I think, not weird to bring up Louis, but I think Louis kind of blew the doors open in terms of being, like, very raunchy and personal, yeah. and, and we haven't really gone back since then. And a- yeah, and Amy Schumer. Um, yeah. The thing is, or the... The comedy is different as well with the, the cadence here. I feel like Irish comedy is a bit more conversational. And oh, is it? Oh. Like storytelling-ish kind I of? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so maybe. But do you find that people, because you're very open about sex, do you find that people thank you in the same way that you're talking about abuse earlier, mm-hmm. that people say, oh, it's great because I kind of thought I was a weirdo. With yes! yes! Everyone thinks they're a weirdo. And I'm like, I'll be the biggest weirdo. So you can all... Be like, oh, compared to her, I'm fine. You oh, know what I mean? And actually, my my, I want to say this. I think it's very funny, but my father came over. Oh, George! Oh my God! I did a come. I did like a ten minute come bit in front of your father. Oh, you did? Uh, yes. Watching his face in the audience was the hardest I've ever laughed. It was pure shock. That's he amazing. still talks about. I can't believe she talked about drinking. Come, Katie, come. You guys, I've been a police or I've been a guard for whatever nearly 40 years and I've heard some stuff but I've never heard that's that that's amazing to <laughs> that's me. amazing yeah so, yeah. He, but he wasn't put off by any of your stuff well no because generally my material on stage would be would be yeah, I, I started now recently to open up a bit more about my yeah. sexual experiences but I did tell my dad and my dad in fairness to him is very supportive so I'm very lucky well I wouldn't also I don't do stand up in front of my parents that's a big thing like I don't have a relationship with my dad really and my mom is a very liberal person, but she doesn't want to hear about it. Like I'm, I, I've always told her, like you can listen to my podcast. If there's any uh, equivalent 
see I could make, I'd be like, it's like Howard Stern. Like that's kind of for her age group. That's the best way to explain it, to be like, I talk about filthy stuff. It's coming out of your sweet angel daughter's mouth. Like, and she's just, she knows her limit. She does. Like, I, I think that's a great way to be. My yeah. dad's the same way. Yeah. My dad's like, my dad's supportive from a distance. Yeah. My mom's a little more nosy. Like, she wants to, she wants to see me. She wants to, like, listen to what I'm talking about. But yeah. yeah my mother just wants to be part of it. She doesn't really care what I say. She yeah. Just, really? Once people are laughing and, like, she sees. I'm sure the, she loves it. She sees the focus on you, then she loves it. Yeah. And then yeah. she likes when people know that she's my mother. In the yeah. yeah. You're her star. star. Yeah. Such a mom. She's like, I made that. You can kind of take responsibility for then you doing well. Yeah. yeah. See, how, see all the material about how fucked up he is? I mean, he would have been nothing without me. <laughs> yeah, so I did that. <laughs> but, like, what, what are some of the, like, have you ever had, like, messages that even though uh, you would never shame people, you're, like, shocked that they... I'm trying to think. I mean... Or, or like, stuff that you were surprised people were like, oh, my God, I'm so like that. Or, you know, I, I thought I was a weirdo. Um, you know, I guess... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll say this. There's two things. One... Um, also on that show, guys, we fucked. I talked about having an anal sex incident, uh, where I drank a bunch of coffee and had a lot of Mexican food and then had pretty rigorous anal sex. And mm, I, it's in the five don't she, do's. Yeah, anal. I know the fucking <laughs> balls on me. I, I was newly sober. So I was like, I got nothing. I guess I'm just going to drink all this coffee. The just inexperience. Um, and well, I, sh- so you didn't know that you were going to be fucked in the ass. I didn't, but it That's was just a stranger from Tinder. That's my fear. I have IBS, so I've never been anal sex. <gasps> oh, my shit God. All over <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry. Damn. You, I mean. That's, that's pretty rough. The thing is, okay, when you have anal sex, the first time that you do it, you think you're going to shit no matter what. The feeling is like, I'm going to shit, I'm going to shit, I'm totally going to shit. For sure, I'm going to shit. I will tell you this. That feeling is nothing compared to the actual shitting. Okay. When you're gonna sh- you, it is gonna be unignorable. So then you shot so, everywhere. So, so, so I sh- I shit like I explosively shit all over this guy. It was on his dick. It was on the condom. It was on the bed. Like he was like smearing it and like oh falling all. It was insane. And then I had to like change the sheets and then go to the bathroom and like sit there on the toilet. It was like a worst case scenario nightmare. And it ended up being, like, fine between me and this guy. He was kind of like an S&M dude, so he handled it pretty... <laughs> as responsibly as you can handle it, wasn't it when his first rodeo. someone <laughs> shits on you. Yeah. Um, but... So, he, he was less corn next time. Exactly, yeah. No Mexican food, no <laughs> coffee, just water and, like, a fruit cup at most. Um, but a lot of people... Like, a lot of girls will kind of go, like, yep, like, I'm, I'm sure it happens there. all the time. It has to happen. Yeah. It's, you're going it's into your the shit rock. Does it, like, did, you get, did you get messages? Yes. Yeah. yeah, lots of people, like, oh, my God, this happened to me. And also, I used to have a joke about throwing up during blowjobs, which is another low-key phenomenon oh, that no yeah. one is talking about. How many times are you going to shove it down there? And I'm not going to throw up. Like, there are limits to it. And then you throw up, and you have to, like, Try to swallow it down and pretend oh. nothing happened. I used to do a joke about that, and without fail, like a woman would come up to me after a show and like be like kind of looking at the ground and like trying to come close to me, and I'd be like, "This girl's gonna be like, <laughs> I threw up on a dick too," and I'm like, "Yes, there are millions of us." It, I don't know a single person who that hasn't happened. No, Is that I right? haven't. I haven't thrown up on a dick. Really? But I'm probably not doing it well enough. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you're not. 
getting you're not getting the right guys. You're not getting the right guys. I don't. I don't. I don't have tonsils though. So oh. I don't know that that oh, automatically know. makes you immune, but that's an interesting <laughs> I'm theory. very happy for you. So that, yeah. That, can, can, can I ask, is it, is it more the guy forcing it in, or are you guys tr- are you trying to... It's a con... Okay, I... Well, if, from my perspective, mm-hmm. it's happened to me when I've been, like, deep-throating. Yeah. Like, it, it, you have to get to a certain... It's the gag reflex. Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. as if you were... I used to be bulimic. I used to make myself throw up all the time. Oh my so God. like, it's the same. So it's Prepping easier. yourself for deep throating. Yeah. And guys prefer when you deep throat right? Is that huh? Is it just I don't, I don't, yeah, I think it depends. I think there's, I think in porn they show it a lot. So porn, porn definitely increased. I, I, yeah. I, I've had women go like into the gag zone. I'm yeah. Like, you, don't, you really do not need to do that. Everyone's good to so know. Mean, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. like, unnecessary. Yeah, but no, I, I some women say they're into it. So it's just like. I don't, I think a lot of women think that that's what men want. So they yeah. pretend like, oh, I'm cool. I can hang. I love fucking choking it. I don't know. Listen, you know, I don't want to yuck your yum, but I think we're pretending that you like it. That's why I like smaller dicks. Can I isolate that well, clip? Well, High five. How, how, how small? How well, small? like, you know, um, like medium size. Okay. Like, uh-huh. you know, I don't need... What is to... medium size in inches? Can you show us a Maybe scale? like the mic, I guess, is fine. That's grand. Oh, my God. That's, that's a large. good size that's, dick. That's, that's, oh, yeah. sorry. Like this size. That's grand. Okay. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, harsh. because I did sleep with a, uh, I slept with a black man, and not to say that it's just black men, it's not that true. I'm, don't please come after me for saying that, mm-hmm. but he Racist. Did, he happened to have twice the size uh-huh. dick that, sure. any, used to. that any yeah. partner I'd ever been with before, and I got such a fright, and yeah. I was like, you can't put that in me. But such a fright. He was very lovely, and we slowly did, but I also said, I won't be putting that in my mouth. You really need to warm yourself up to it. It's a whole different experience. I dated a guy who had a nine and a half Inch oh god yeah it's like a and like just for arm. scale like i have a size nine foot so like that's about the same size yeah. right you this were getting like fucked by your foot yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was like there were things that i could not do yeah physically mm-hmm. with this thing i mean i probably could have if i like this thing with this thing it was a crazy appendage yeah yeah. To work around. So I couldn't really be on top. He got close to passing out because all the blood was going to the Well, gym. he wasn't the smartest. And I oh, have yeah. a theory that it's because the blood had to so stick blood and not strain. Yeah. <laughs> you only have a limited amount in your body. Yeah. You know? but you, I, I guess some women can fetishize more about just the physical specimen of it as opposed yeah. to the desire to have it in them. But then I guess yeah, some it doesn't feel like, better. It does not feel yeah, I mean everybody has their preferences, has but their I, ha- I, but yeah, I, well, it can hit too high. Oh yeah, as well. I yeah, that it hits, when it hits too high, your cervix. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mixed yeah. off. I have a long vagina, so I can take. I can take more, more hospitable. I'm a very tall person. It's long. I've been told that it's anyways. Yeah, a lot of stories. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stories. I think I got three U hauls up there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I have a short vagina too. I, I mean, I think it's regular. I think I'm a regular. Yeah, mine's a. I have an external vagina. Yeah. Inside <laughs> out. Mine's just the Suez Canal. You have a regular. All the- I think it's regular. Way yeah. too long. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine is like. Um, mine's fit. like mine's yeah. like a ranch house, like a one story, and yeah. yours is like a townhouse, like a two story yeah. with an attic, a condo. Um, yeah, I mean. You have to buy air rights off your pancreas. Exactly right. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry, I forgot. We didn't discuss that on the fucking podcast. Oh, no, I was a callback. I would have crushed. God damn it. Free mic check. Yeah, I mean, like, the throwing up in the dick thing, I've had people talk to me from audiences. Uh, like, some people, it's not for them. Like, I'm too gross for some people, and I get that. I'm like, that's fine. I, if everyone was as gross as me, what a crazy planet it would be. But I do like to, like, talk about my experiences with the people just feel a little better or open you know I, I i'm happy to be the fuck clown if that's uh if that makes people feel good it's also funny sex is funny yeah you yeah, know it's, it's very easy to be funny but yeah thing people are slightly unsure how yeah yeah totally and then everyone feel if you say, if you're talking about sex in a funny way i think people feel like relief like kind of when you hit on something that um that a lot of people have experienced but no one really talks about people go like oh yeah that that's what that is it's catharsis yeah exactly so yep yeah i mean our exes i think i feel like we portray our exes pretty favorably but if you do something egregious to both one of the two of us we'll talk some shit yeah but i don't know you knew what you were getting into and you're never mentioning their name in fairness. Like, I, yeah. I talk a lot about dating on stage, but I'm mm-hmm. never, I'm not getting up and being like, such and such in this building. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. maybe their first name and, like, after it's way over. And, mm. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was, if, if I'm dating someone, that means I like them. I don't want to, like... Shit talk. I, or disrespect them yeah. by yeah. giving yeah, out their like, personal listen, information. Howard Stern made a whole fucking career out yeah. of, like, stories about his wife. And, mm-hmm. You know... I mean, most of the time it wasn't really that. You know, no, no. <laughs> I do think the one thing that the downside of having a, a podcast where you're so open about your life is someone can get to can get to know you in a way that's escalated. Like you can learn everything about me by listening to my pod. Not fully, but it's like they get the cheat codes to who you are, and you don't naturally develop a relationship. Well, that's why I don't like people to listen. I say, like, I'm dating. listen if you want to. You're going to learn a lot of information about me that I probably would share with you anyways, but it's going to be Yeah, but you would share uneven. it with them you know over it too quick. time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would they would they would learn they would get to know you in the same way, but it would take longer. So it becomes When they very... show up with a fucking tail on their first date. Yeah, you know, exactly. They've been listening to the podcast. Yeah. Also like this younger guy, um, because I think he knows about the show and he's a comedian, he knows about me. He expects me he expected me to be like a big huge freak on like the first time we ever hooked up and I'm like Listen, I have a lot of experience, but that doesn't mean that, like, I just do anything for you. Like, I, I am a person. Wait, you're not a sex doll. Yeah. Like, you, you have to have regular sex first. That's, yeah. it's so. Or, like, a regular conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm, I am still a person. Like, a person with boundaries. I think people get confused about boundaries because we're so boundaryless in our entertainment yes. careers. Yeah, sure. But you know. That is definitely occupational hazard. Yeah, for sure. So it's still a fun career though, so whatever, I'll keep doing it. I guess quickly, maybe a little bit, we had talked about head pushing in the first episode and when I listened to your <laughs> podcast today, you talked about head pushing and I thought that was so funny when you said you pushed a guy's head down and then you left. And she, you made him eat it, if you don't mind me asking. Oh, it. like when you but push like, someone's head down yeah, to like go down on you? Fucking unload the dynamite. Funny. Was it the most recent episode you were talking about? Okay, yeah. Well, so maybe was it the young guy I guess guy that would have been the 23 year old, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, well, so we had an incident, me and him, where, and maybe I was 
being more exact. I was exaggerating more for comedic effect, but he, we were like hooking up and like dry humping. <laughs> and then he said like, he kind of was like, oh, you're having a really good time. And then he said, I still have a boner. And I was like, okay. One, I know you have a boner. I'm very aware of that. And I think he was like, he was kind of being like, why are you not going to blow me now? And that pissed me off. Because I was like, obviously, I was going to blow you. Or maybe I wasn't. But like, you can't just be like, well, this is still happening, you know? So then I was like, well, now that you were all like, I still have a boner, you're just going to eat me out for the rest of this time and i'm not gonna touch your dick sorry sorry you can leave if you want but like i kind of get off a little bit i I wasn't like actually shoving his head down (laughs) but to me that i had the head push happen to me so much throughout all my sexual history i've had so much of that shit and now at this point like as a more confident person i'm like you can a lot of my first sexual experiences i'll be like you can do shit on me and i'm not gonna do anything and like that feels very fun for me i'm obviously i want to be a reciprocal partner but if you can like if you I actually don't think you should have to ask yeah I, I mean i don't know i was just like let's have you do shit on me and then and then i'll do stuff later yeah, but for sure but um but like i don't i can't remember the last sexual experience i had where they didn't go down on me first yeah it's kind of a required for yeah me now at this required. point yeah so I'm the same because I, I well, like I've was I've mentioned before in the podcast only recently orgasm during sex, but it was because of stimulation. Yeah, I need. I will either yeah. I'll come before with that, and then I can just you can just do your thing in sex or whatever, and I'll kind of do enjoy whatever it. shit you're up to, <laughs> do what you need to do. But, but yeah, if if that actually helps, then if I then of course play it with helps. Myself and, yeah, but I only learned that it's recently. a sexual organ. It is crazy. It is fucking crazy how much like we have not been coming a little it is yeah. crazy i am coming extra to make up for all the not coming like my first few years of sex were just like so focused on the dude getting off and of course i want the dude to get off but my needs were not like even thought about so now i've kind of become a little bit like you know yeah i kind of don't even care if they get off <laughs> <laughs> i don't like uh, I want everyone to have a good time. I want everyone to have a good time, but, but there. But I used to feel very guilty if, like, he had whiskey dick or, like, for some reason yeah, he yeah. didn't come. I now think, I like really. Don't I think care. the pen. I, I mean, if the guy can't, if the guy can't come, it's on him. Yeah, it has but nothing to do with. If you're, if you're leaving him high and dry on the regular, then you're sure, yeah, a bit totally. Of a, being an asshole, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm kind of like being cheeky and taking the power back in that one scenario. Of course, I want to be reciprocal with my yeah. with, but. There is something like I always I enjoy gender dynamics being switched. There's something very like fun about that to me. I'm also like a pretty aggressive person. So the idea of just like being like, get the fuck <laughs> down there was it's kind of fun. And but I, I, yeah, I mean, I personally don't see it as like a big switch. You want the what? guy to go down and you fucking push him down there. I don't get like why this is a fucking you know, huge switch. I don't think you it's should not, have to push him down. Like I've never had to push somebody down there. I didn't actually push him. No, but, no, but I you know like I, I, I think uh, it's not a big switch, but I think the reason why women don't love the head pushing thing. Oh, no, that that, that I get. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, <laughs> I'm just talking about the pushing yeah. the guy down. Like, I don't think that's going to be seen as a. No, no. I just find it amusing. I don't know. There's something about like emasculating someone. <laughs> certain mm-hmm. way that I like 
um, but also, that's like a personal preference. I also think if you go down and the woman and you make her like you make her have a good time, she's going to give you a I'll, better blowjob. I'll or she's going to the you end just, of the planet. It's just like yeah, it makes oh my sense. God. It's easy. It's easy. I mean, I have a routine about eating is cheating. You know, it's like way easier. <laughs> yeah, you might as well take the easy one. Yeah, eating is cheating. Eating is cheating. Yeah, because you just kind of got to like mush it around. <laughs> it's, it, it's not cheating. It's just a you know stupid. Is it easy to eat pussy? I've, I, I've only that's fascinating. Yeah, I've only oh, no, eaten. I just. It's obviously harder to make a woman come than sure. it is to make a man. Well, certainly when you've just met somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're looking at like a 98% success rate with guys. Sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time it's going to come. Mm-hmm. So I think if you don't know the person, you have a better chance of making them come by going down. Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But this is just a joke. It's not yeah, real yeah. life. The eating is not cheating. <laughs> I'm just saying like it's... it's I, the, I was just curious because it sounded like you had like cracked the code. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're like, I have moves <laughs> well, in it. 10 seconds or less. Actually, <laughs> I Because was, you can't crack the code because honestly... At, the, Everyone's the, the different. Whole, yeah, yeah, the whole routine is actually about how fucking complicated a woman's yeah. vagina yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you only crack the code on the one person. I don't right, envy. Right, right. Well, I, I, um, I was talking to this dude online. This was a while ago, and I don't know how the conversation got there, but he, he told me that he took a class on how to make really? a woman squirt. That's amazing. Like he paid there's to take classes. an instructional. Oh, there's classes on everything. Class. Oh yeah. And oh. apparently, it's very like systematic. Oh my god! It has well, to do with it up and the, it, yeah. well, and certain motions that you make with your tongue. Oh my god! And apparently, you can do it on any woman. And wow! It, wow. Yeah, it works. And to, a weird question just popped into my head: Have you ideas ever slept with an Irishman? Yes. Did mm-hmm. he have the top of his penis on still? Yes. Well, still, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I'm never well, sure. He had that hat on. Yeah. Uncircumcised. Yeah. I I have not had sex with an Irishman. Yeah, I but I had sex with, with an Australian man yeah, just who was not anyone that's not yeah, not Jewish or Arab. Did yeah. you find that sort of that your blowjob technique has to be a little bit different, or did they kind yeah. of communicate that? It's kind of easy. There's more to you can fuck around with it. Yeah, more. it's fun like, to play it with. More sti- yeah, it's there's more stimulation to it. I think I think it makes it easier. Um, yeah, once you fucking yeah. But I've just dis- I'm not circumcised, but mm-hmm. since I came back to the states, I have discovered that. Uh, some American women aren't aware of the limitations of the flesh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yo, it, it doesn't oh. keep it doesn't keep going down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta yeah. fucking stop. Pulling. Yeah, yes. That's I, funny because I got told to grab harder over here, which I would have never gotten told to grab harder back home. So really? I wonder, yeah. Yeah, well, because the with the foreskin, different. it's more sensitive. Yeah. That's yeah. why there's this whole new movement of mothers who aren't circumcising their children because they don't want them to lose sensation in <laughs> oh. their penis. Well, in fairness, circumcision is fucking insane. Yeah, but it's yeah. so become the norm that we don't right. question yeah. it. And I've even, like, Annie Letterman does a routine, you know, like being like, yeah. fuck, you're calling it weird if you're, if, you, if you're saying that circumcision is weird. But who cares about that? But it is, it's sure. very accepted, but it's totally strange. It's not. It, it is. But I just think that's a funny reason to not. Because they want their sons they want yeah. their extra sons. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, I don't know, I've had sex with a lot of men with circumcised penises, and they seemed fine. Yeah, they're yeah. coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> they seem to have a lot of a, sensation. I think it's a slight variation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I um, have somebody that, like, I have a lot of casual sex with, or I have over the years, and I never On a knew, pier? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a pier. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> And I said to him one day, I don't know how it came up, but he 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 half mentioned to me that he's circumcised. 
like we were talking about masturbation and he was like, oh, well, I don't need to really use tissues or something because or a sock because I have like a built in sock because I'm not circumcised. He's He's not circumcised. Yeah, he's not circumcised. And I was like, huh? I never realized that he well, wasn't hard circumcised. To, when, when you're erect, it's hard to know. Right. Really? See, yeah. Well, when I guess you're erect, have... it's basically like doesn't look that different. Yeah, yeah. I guess I had it, only like, ever seen it erect. Back. I didn't good know... for you. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> or good for him. Either or. I don't know. Good for both of us. <laughs> I, I didn't know the difference when I came over here either. At the first, I was so What do you kind like of... aesthetically? Oh, oh, do you know what? This is all Irish men are going to hate me, and I'm sorry. And again, I haven't had a lot of experience. Traitor. I think it kind of tastes a little nicer when there's no top of the penis, but maybe it's just because those other guys they didn't clean it properly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that, it's that a makes... fact. It's easier for there to be a flavor. Yeah, yeah it's like it's yeah. like Sharpay dogs. Yeah, you know the kinds with all the wrinkles. The you gotta really like yeah. lift up and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I think you know, and my experience would have been from when I was younger. Maybe those guys now know to to, know, to more, wash their more dicks. There's more maintenance when you're. <laughs> but not here it's just yeah. I I yeah. like my last sexual partner. I really liked. Yes, Katie. Yes. Oh. get into it more. I feel us corrupting Katie. It's wonderful. This whole podcast is I go home and my father would be like, what is wrong with you? And I'd be love, like, penis. I love that your father is still thinking about me. Well, that she, makes me so she, happy. She checks in with her dad about everything with this podcast. Really? I really? with my dad about everything. everything. Like, oh, okay, well, when you, so I don't have a relationship with one parent, but I, that forced me and my dad to have such Very a, close. Which is weird that I dated bad men because I don't have daddy issues. Mm. My dad, no, my dad's a it doesn't have to do with, yeah, the, it's with not. the act with the parent. I think that if you have an unhealthy relationship in any of your parental figures, yeah. it's going to play itself out. Just, in your it's just weird because I have such a good father we're figure. Humans. Humans yeah, just yeah, we're just anyway. fucked up. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, I talked to my dad about everything. He said as well. He goes, "I'm not going to listen to the podcast." And I had to tell him that Des already had an episode about it. But he goes, "Could you talk about how weird it is that nobody wants hair on their body anymore?" And I was like, "Des already has that episode, Dad. You can go listen to." It. He goes, "No, I'm not listening to the podcast. I'm just what, saying." What's your dad? Can I? What's your dad's first name? Can I Seamus. Shout out to Seamus. This is the cum comedian. Seamus, I mean, like, literally. <laughs> so Irish. If, if we were going to make up a name, we would have said Seamus. Seamus. Yeah. So Shamrock. <laughs> He's so supportive, though. I am very Shameless lucky. Seamus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Oh, yeah. That's and he came cool. to the show and met you. Yeah, that was funny, though. I was impressed how calm you were performing stand-up in front of your parents. I was. I would have been a wreck. You were, you were so put together and funny and, like, yeah, it was very Thank you. cool Thank to you. see. Um, No, yeah, I guess for me, because I traveled here, so, Mm -hmm. and then I came here with a visual art degree, Mm -hmm. which was already a waste of my my dad's money. Sure, And then I decided, I don't want to use this, I'm going to try and do stand-up in fucking basements. (laughs) So for me, there was always the, get, like, get a good set, get him to see it when he comes over, and kind of see what I'm doing makes sense. Sure, I totally get that. I was always, yeah, ready for that. I think the first time we ever earned money off of our podcast was when my parents started to take it seriously, but, you know. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but sure, my dad loves Des Bishop. I said to him, I go, now, look, I'll be doing a sex podcast, and if we do it, I'll be very open about my stuff, but it's like with Des Bishop. And he goes, sure, I love Des. <laughs> yeah, because he's this wow, Irish your celebrity. Dad awesome. <laughs> I know. You're right, Seamus. I, it is fucked up that people don't want people to have body hair. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm with your dad on that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. and my, da- my dad and my stepmom was very vocal with that as well when I was growing up. She was like, you know, don't feel that you have to shave it off. That was something that she, but none of my friends were talking about it, so I never knew. So That's I went to so her. That's so awesome. I went to her about it. I don't remember anybody really talking about that. I don't. Well, that just happened, man. I don't know. I mean, it happened in my lifetime. The yeah. Move, the move yeah. away from I remember. Care. Yeah. When we were preteens, they had already moved away from that. Yeah, but I don't remember ever being told 
that I had to shave my pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, we just, do. we just started doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, weird. We just started doing it and like narring it off and yeah, shit. I narrowed it. I burned the shit on my crotch. Yeah. I, it's I, amazing I, that that I, yeah. I, 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 Really? I lived Ooh. in China for two years. They, they don't shave it. Good. Yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah. No. But I mean, I, I, all yeah. my early <laughs> vaginas had hair on them. Yeah, like, yeah. All, you know, penthouse magazines. and the, feels like, cre- It feels creepy. The hairlessness feels like oh, totally. an obsession with young girls. No, I much prefer a little bit of hair. When I viche, we had viche, which was this cream you come out and your hair would fall Vite, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's then, like the same as Nair. When yeah. I saw it, I was like, no, 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 I don't. I like, and it just, yeah, I guess again, it's a personal thing. for, And it should be, again, for the woman, because like, the guy's, Guys, right? They don't really give a fuck in the end, do they? Yeah. I saw a comedian on stage. Oh, this pissed me off so much. But I would never heckle or be vocal. Mm-hmm. But I had to hold myself back because he said, and he was very unattractive. Oh, they always are. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. He was like, if you're going to, I would never body shame or face shame. But it's like, if you're going to talk about a woman's vagina and her hair on it, you need to make sure you're God's gift. And he was saying, if a woman wants me to eat her out, she needs to be clean shaven. It's disgusting. And mm-hmm. I was like, no one wo- woman wants you to eat them but out. But whatever. Yeah. Fucking stupid routine. I mean, yeah. it's just a dumb thing. Really. It's a hack. You're a hack. Yeah. But yeah. also, I'll fucking kick you in the balls. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. ready to fight on my side. I was like, look at my hairy vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just shut that head down. Everybody in comedy, well, there's a lot of people in comedy saying irresponsible things. Of course. Well, there has to be spaces to try things out, but also, I think that if you. Yeah, there's a, there's such a weird line, especially when you're at open mics. Some people are comedians, really trying to develop a voice and an act, and like hash out what's funny and, and an opinion. And then there's other people who are out of their fucking mind, yeah. who are just like weirdos off the street, well, and out of their mind, or they're just green and they're saying things for shock value. Yeah, yeah. that's well, this hateful. Was, this was a show now, a booked show, but then again. <laughs> And he like yeah, so that's yeah, but it's just a dumb bit, isn't it? it is I mean, yeah. it's like it's like yeah, like where are you going with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, if it's, it's not shaving, like, whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. guys, like, where don't you, care. Where, where are you taking that? On? And that is important. Yeah, for, who gives a fuck? Like, what are you even trying to say? That's yeah. important for women to know, no matter what you want, if it's shaving or not. They, men, they don't care. Don't they don't. Right. They don't care. You well, should. Some, some guys care. It's weird, so, okay, and some yes. women care, and that's like people are into different shit. Some. Guys might care, but I think at the end of the day, you should just do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the whole idea that like we need to um, groom ourselves according to like what other people are going to find attractive is stupid. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you need to do what makes you feel sexy, and then that's going to translate to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think the hairlessness just came. I, I, I think there's a lot of pressure from women too. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, it, I think it showed up in porn and then it well, kind of trickled up. The assumption is it's porn. They can't prove it, but I, I think it's fair to assume that porn yeah. is what yeah. pushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Even porn changed in my lifetime. Sure. Original porn had hair in it. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, shaving thing showed yeah. up out of nowhere. Like, yeah, like fu- back in the 80s. Yeah, everybody had a full bush. Yeah. Um, I mean,. But it's no, guys porn, are shaving their shit too. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, n- any guy over here is shaving, and I'm like, I'm not doing Oh yeah, it. I've mm-hmm. seen some pink ass balls. Yeah. I'm 1975, baby. I'm not shaving it. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be bothered. Is with it the fucking... silver down there so as well, or? <laughs> Actually, no. Nah, it's more like my. It hasn't gone gray down there. No. So are you what? Are you, are you a redhead or you're brunette originally? What's that? No, it's like like a like a light brown, oh, dirty okay. blonde, like a sandy okay. brown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good for you. Sandy brown. So ball. I guess it's still. I mean, I haven't checked. I, I guess I, I, check I, I with your know. check right now. Don't 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 objectify me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I clapped again. 
Do you want to plug anything? Get some yeah, Irish listeners. Absolutely, sure. yeah. Um, you can listen to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour anywhere uh, that podcasts are available. And you can also follow us on social media, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. I'm at Lubination uh, on everything. Yeah. And um, Andrea, you want to plug anything? Yes, I'm Andrea Comedy on Twitter. Not very active on there, though. You want to go to Instagram, it's Andrea underscore Allen 88. I'm so sorry. I know it's a whack-ass fucking name. Andrea underscore A-L-L-A-N. That's the Scottish pronunciation. Uh, 88. Uh, and uh, I put my shit up there. And, uh, you know, have some fun. Get some Irish fans. Yeah. I love the Irish. Oh, we welcome you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank sure. You. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thanks for being to Emily and Andrea. And yeah, um, again, feel free to DM us or email us any feedback on this episode or future episode on breakups. Um, contact at the shift at Gmail or at Katie Bull Comic or at Des Bishop. And yeah, have a lovely day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 